0: Welcome to episode 15 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast, teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better educated to deal with life. Hello, I'm your host, Christian Adlita, and today we're going to be discussing tracking. The habit of tracking, it's that secret sauce, as we discussed last time, that keeps you committed to your goals and makes you stick to it. Now, we're going to talk about the what is tracking, the why tracking is so important, and how you can track your goals and get on top of it let's talk about tracking what is tracking so tracking it sounds kind of simple right And it is. It is simple. Tracking is simply just writing down your progress. It's keeping you updated like, hey, I've done, how many pages have you read today? Tracking that number. That is a number. That is something. So, for example, I have a goal. My big goal and my stretch goal. And we'll talk about stretch goals and SMART goals in the last episode, episode 14. Now, I have a stretch goal. This stretch goal is to read 75 books over the course of 2019 to 2020. And that's a really big goal. Now, how do you break that goal down into something that's smart? That smart goal is just reading a couple books per month. Now, you can grab the measurable part of that goal. This is one of the most important parts of the goal is measuring the goal. This is what tracking is. It's measuring your progress. It's keeping track of it. It's keeping you accountable and aware of where you are in your goal and moving you forward. So, for example, for this, the idea of tracking 75 books read – And we bring that down to a SMART goal, a sub-SMART goal. For me, that's reading about six to seven books a month. And what I do with that is I take the pages that I've read per month. I break down my book and try to read a book in about five-ish days. So I take the amount of pages in that book, divide it by five, and that's the number that I want to track. I want to track, by the end of the day, how many pages did I read towards that book. Now, that is something I can put into a spreadsheet. And that's the form that I use all of my tracking stuff on. I've done paper tracking. I've done app tracking, getting an app that's specialized for whatever you're trying to track. And then I ultimately favored the spreadsheet tracking because I could make fancy graphs. And let me tell you, I just love making graphs. I love looking at them. It is my favorite part of the whole tracking progress is looking at a graph that goes up and down that shows that I've actually put work into that and that whenever the graph goes up, that means that I've done more and pushed harder towards my goals. Whenever it goes down, I know that that is a sign that I need to continue working forward. And that's what tracking is. It keeps you aware. And it shows you your progress. It shows you the 1% to the 2%. It's like a loading bar. It's slowly getting closer and closer. And I get more excited when it gets closer and closer. So what is tracking? Tracking is a journal. It could be an app. It could be a spreadsheet. Something that has a record record of if you did something towards your goal slash what you did towards your goal. And when you talk about goals, there's as we talked about in the last episode, we have 10 different life arena goals that you should be working towards. And oftentimes these come to money, time, health goals, things like that, and hobby goals. So let's break those down a little bit more. So money goals. Money is something that you should be tracking in a sense to know what your income is, what your expenses are. This is what a budget is. Budget is simply tracking your money. It's tracking your income, your expenses, making sure you're aware of it. And it's why it's so important. We'll get into it in a couple of seconds. So I don't want to rush myself too fast. But budgeting is simply tracking for money. It's just a, a fancy name for tracking your money, which is, you know, important to do. It keeps you aware and all these other sort of things accountable. And then we get into time. Now, time is an interesting thing because time is something that, you don't necessarily think off the top of your head, oh, I should track that. Well, tracking and time management are too closely related to things. So I think when you start off and you try to like manage your time, the first thing you should do is start tracking it. Where am I spending my time now? And where you spend your time now is kind of what you're focusing on in your life. And the idea of that is, is that if you realize that you're spending time where you're not enjoying it, or if you're like, say you're in your free time when you could be, you know, spending time with your friends or doing something, you know, fun, enjoyable, things that you know you enjoy. You're just sitting around in your room listening to sad music. I don't think that is necessarily, you know, something that you enjoy doing. If you do, I'll go ahead, block off some time to do that. That's what time tracking allows you to do. It gets you control of your time, which furthermore gets you in control of your life and spending time management. And we're going to go through this more in depth in the next episode. So don't worry if I'm not Going in depth enough for you, we would talk about this more in the next episode. But time tracking is the first step to knowing where you are spending your time, how it's getting spent, and then how you can better, you know, get your man- manage it. And managing your time, you're helping your manage your life. Now, another thing that we can do in terms of tracking is your weight, and this is a big thing for health. So one of the things that I've read recently in a book um, called High, not High Performance. This book was called The Power of Habit. And what they were doing is they were researchers doing a study on obese people. And what they wanted them to do was simply to track their weight. They didn't want them to change, or they wanted them to track their weight and track what they were eating day in and day out and when they were eating it. That's all they wanted to do. They didn't want them to change any of their habits. They just wanted to see what they were. They just wanted to track them. So once they started tracking them, the people that were in the study started voluntarily changing things. Once they were aware of the things that they were eating, granola bars and chips, bags of chips late at night, and these other like habits and things that they weren't first aware of and how often it happens, once they were aware of it, which is what tracking allows you to do, they started changing it. Because what gets tracked gets changed, in a sense. What you focus your time and attention on is something that you can ultimately change and work towards changing. And that's what tracking another part, it helps you work towards goals. It helps you change where you are to where you want to be. Now, another thing along with weight and what you eat for towards a health goals is you also have other goals like, say, hobby goals. Like I said, reading earlier, progress, how far along you are. Maybe you've got, we can go back to money, money, reading books. It doesn't matter. If you've got something that you can measure, you can measure your progress. And keeping track of how much you've worked towards, say you have to write a paper. Now, this paper is a five-paragraph essay. It's due at the end of the week. You've got seven days from today until that that is due. Now, you can go through, and you can track your progress, and you can come up with a plan. What helps is that tracking works hand-in-hand with creating a plan for it, and creating a plan is kind of the ideal. So, for me, reading seven to eight books a month, that's the ideal plan tracking what I'm doing is showing what's actually happening to to tell if that the goal that I've created is actually an achievable goal or not or if I need to bring it down or if I can work harder to get towards a bigger goal and that's what tracking does it keeps you aware and you can really track anything that is measurable which is amazing and there's a lot of ways to do this as I said you can have a journal and when you track with a journal you can just write the date and then what you did or if you did something and that kind of helps you get a, an idea of what you did and how hard you work towards it. You can also use an app. There's a lot of apps out there. I personally use the app Strides that keeps track of your streaks. And so there's also an idea and a mentality behind keeping a streak. What you want to do is when you're building a habit or working towards a goal, you want to make it something that you can do repeatedly and becomes just kind of instinct. Once you see that it's this time o'clock, you pull out your book and you start reading 10 pages that's kind of the thing you want to start building and tracking helps you do that and what it helps you do is you build a streak you build a chain as it's called and you want to keep the chain going you want to you want to have as many consecutive days of doing of working towards your goal and your habit as possible that's what you don't want to break this chain of working towards your goal and your project whatever you have you want to work towards your goal you want to keep a chain of working towards that and tracking is another great way to do that now, let's talk about the things that I track and how I do my stuff. So I use a spreadsheet, and I have a spreadsheet that I track my weight. I track it in the morning. I have consistent time that I wake up, and I go in, and I have a consistent way that I weigh myself in the time. And then I also track the amount of time that I've been intermittent fasting. During the day, as I'll go through, and once I'm done my fast, I'll stop it on this app called Zero. It keeps track of how long you've been fasting for by pressing a button after your last meal and pressing a button before your first meal. And I take that time, put it into the thing, into my spreadsheet. This is just a simply, it's a Google spreadsheet, nothing fancy. Put it in, I have a date on one column, I've got my weight, my intermittent fasting time, the amount of time that I've slept, my the amount of time that I've exercised in that day, and then I go in and I create a graph. And I can see and look at the graph and I've had it for over three to four weeks now, almost over a month at this point. And what it looks like is it's kind of amazing to see the progress. You can see that during the Christmas break and during, like, New Year's, that all of my exercise time and my weight, my weight went up, exercise time went down, intermittent fasting time went down. It was kind of interesting to see sleep went down, all these other things that, like, kind of happened as a result of that time. And you can see it's really cool because I enjoy the idea of, like, tracking it and putting on a graph because I can see that the track that the graph goes up when I'm working harder and it goes down when I'm working less and it gives me an idea of if my baseline is right around like the upper 75% of this graph that I want to work me harder if I'm down below that line so it's a really good way to keep an idea and how keep you accountable for where you are now when we go in I've also got a few other trackers in the same spreadsheet on a different tab I have my pages read and the pages that I've read in the Bible. I also have um, how much I've worked towards do it, finishing an online course. All of these things for my personal education that I do to you know get me, I want to educate myself as much as possible. It's one of the things that I like to do is also, there's one of the great ways to spend your time is to invest it in yourself. I know that the, the books that I'm reading and the online courses that I'm taking will help me and have benefits for me later on in life. So what I'm doing is I'm spending time now And doing that so that I will get that benefit later. I'm spending that time and investing it in myself. And that's what my personal education tracking sheet is. I also have a budget. And this is done through an application called YNAB. You need a budget for short or for long. And what this does is it tracks all the money that I gain all the money that I've spent and what categories that I've spent it. And I go a lot more in depth and I also bring my dad onto the show and you can go check those episodes out. They are on the podcast. We have the big B word budgeting through money as an energy and a cent. Those episodes are on the podcast. You can definitely check those out. Now, another tracker that you might not know you probably have, and this is one that I use a lot, is the calendar. Your calendar or your Google Calendar and your time trackers are really good ways to keep track of where you're spending your time and how you're spending it and playing it out so planning and tracking are two different aspects that go together. I also have trackers and applications on my phone, my xbox my um and pretty much any of my electronical devices that keep track of how long I've spent on those devices. I can also take that data and put it into another spreadsheet and use this spreadsheet to see, you know, am I spending so much time on Xbox or on my PC or on my phone that I should be spending less time and be more productive? And if that time is being productive, then great. That's a good way to measure my productivity is how much time I'm spending in a certain application or this, that, and the other. And if you have an iPhone, what's great is with the recent update, you can go into your settings, and there's there's a little settings tab called Screen Time, you press that, it will tell you the amount of time you spent during that day in the past week of which application you've been in, all sorts of interesting, really interesting data that gets you aware of where you are. Now, let's go into why. Why should you track? Now, as I said before, it keeps yourself accountable and aware, and it also keeps you on top of your goals and furthermore, your life. Tracking makes you like, It gives you an idea of where you are, what you're working towards, and how to get there. It's the idea of the big map, and you're dotting where you have been on that graph, on that map. Now, another great reason why you should be tracking is because it gives you a lot of motivation. As I said before, I like seeing when the graph goes up. That's because the streak building, the idea of keeping my habits going strong and going working towards my goal, gives me more motivation to keep doing it. It's it brings up a sort of tracking brings you a sense of motivate motivation that you're working towards your goals and things are actually getting done. And another part of tracking is that it keeps you on the top of your mind when you have to track a data point. It it makes that goal then that idea that you've set in your head that I want to be a certain weight or I want to read this amount of books. It keeps that fresh in your mind. It doesn't get out of your sight if you keep doing it day in and day out and you do it consistently you build a habit of tracking. And what it does is. It's so easy, so easy when you set a goal to forget about it. And when you forget about it, n- no progress is made towards the goal. And that's where goals like go to die. And that's where these New Year's resolutions, nobody has a consistent way of keeping track of where they are and where they're going. And that's what tracking is. And it, you set a goal, it gets out of your mind, you forget about it, and then you, it ultimately never gets actualized. And that's what tracking is. It's the actualization of your goals and the tracking is just the means of doing that. You gain a sense of control over your time, your money, your weight, whatever aspect you're tracking, you gain a sense of control over it because you can see that when I work towards it, something gets done. There's progress made and it gives you a sense of responsibility over doing that and you have a greater responsibility over your life and how you end up. If you want to have read 100 books by the end of the year and you track that, and you gain control over that, you now have the responsibility of doing that and it's so much easier to do it because it's no longer oh, I can never do that. It's just not me. It's just not who I am. It it gives you that part of your life back. Now let's talk about how. How do you track? Well, first off, you got to figure out your format. Tracking is for the most part done as in today's world in three ways. You have a journal, that you can track your progress and you can just write like a little blurb at the end of the day like, here's what I did today and here's how I worked towards my goals. Here's my accomplishments for the day. Here's what my plans are for tomorrow. That's kind of a, if you want to write down a journal, that's a great way to do it. You There's also a lot of apps out there. There is a ton and ton and ton of apps out there that have a great amount of, of s- spreadsheets and tracking, like graphs, cool visuals that get you motivated to keep working, notifications that keep you working towards your goals. highly suggest Strides and Streaks. There are some great apps. And then I would also suggest the other method, the method that I use the most, that is spreadsheets. Now, what I like about spreadsheets is that once you learn to use spreadsheets effectively, there's a lot more customization and you can work pretty much anything you can make any sort of graph you want any visual once you have the data and you can see it all in a single place what's great about spreadsheets is that they're usually just a large sheet that has so many cells that you can fill in and you can see all of your data filled in you've got i would suggest setting up the date that's how i do most of my stuff is i set it up as there's a date column on one side that gives me track and i set i stop the tracking at 90 days because that's where most of my stretch goals or my sub goals I want to have them accomplished by. So I stop it going down at 90 days and I break up each week into its own subcategory and then I've got other columns that have the amount of pages that I've read, what the weight is, intermittent fasting time, all of these different variables, things that I'm tracking and then I can just fill in that little data point for that day and I can do the amount of pages that I read was 35, this, that, and the other. My weight was so-and-so. You can just go through and fill it all out. It's amazing. Now, when you go through that, it gives you a sense of accomplishment because even tracking your goals is a way to work towards your goals. So, I just want to leave you with that today. Hopefully, that helps you out a little bit more with the tracking habit, how to work towards tracking your habits, your goals, your progress, and to get those goals accomplished. I want to thank you and let you know that we have an email, youngersmarter@gmail.com at gmail.com. If you have any questions, if you want to reach us, check us out, great way to get to us. If you want to check out our Twitter or our Instagram, our handles are at YSB Today. At YSB today. I would like to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you'd please leave a review, that would be greatly appreciated. And if you would share it with anyone that you think needs to start tracking please do so. It will definitely help them out. And I think they'll thank you for it. So that's all I have. Thank you for listening to this episode. And as always, stay hungry for knowledge.